Hey, welcome to Real Talk with Nina. It's Nina and shit's about to get real. This is one of my favorite types of episodes. This is a fantasy episode where I read out loud fantasies that were submitted to me anonymously. I absolutely love this for a multitude of reasons, but the main reason being that I think when we share these fantasies, one, you kind of like these confessions are kind of like cathartic. They're just, it feels really good to get it off your chest. And two, if you're listening, it helps you realize that you're not alone. Our sexuality and our sexual brain is so unique and it is so out there. And sometimes it makes sense, sometimes it doesn't. So not every fantasy has to mean something. It's just chalk it up to, hey, for whatever reason, this turns me on. If you really want to dive into it, we can, but I wouldn't, you know, people get really wrapped up in what their fantasies mean. And although I'm fascinated by it, I don't want anyone to feel shame or feel judged or anything like that. So I love sharing these because it helps people feel like they're not alone. All right, here we go. This is from a cisgender bisexual woman, uh, cisgender meaning that you identify as the gender that you were assigned at birth. So for example, I'm a cis woman or a cisgender woman. That means I was born with a vagina and assigned female at birth and I identify as a female. So that's what cisgender means. Uh, so this cisgender woman is bi. She says, I am a bi woman and I've always thought the idea of having sex with a man in women's clothes, basically in drag, would be really hot. I had told a few people I trusted about this fantasy a few years ago, and let's just say they didn't take it the right way. I know there's such a thing as a feminization kink, which I think I have, but it freaks people out sometimes. I feel like one day I want to live this fantasy out, but it's hard to find a man who's into women who would be willing to dress up in women's clothing and willing to be dominated. It's one of my biggest fantasies, but I've had a lot of trouble trying to live it out. Are there steps you recommend I take in order to do that? Thank you in advance. Okay, so yes, feminization kink is totally a thing. Um, you're absolutely not the only one. And honestly, even if you were straight, it still makes sense. But the fact that you're bi and you're attracted to men and women, this kind of like combines it all in one. The other piece to this is the psychology of going against the grain, right? So in our culture, stereotypically, men are, you know, masculinity equals dominance, right? And I, and I think that although that's not you know, necessarily true, I think because the way our culture raises us to believe that, going against that can be really exciting and arousing. And I know a lot of men who are like, man, I just want to feel like, you know, dominated. It's a lot of pressure in our, in our culture for men to be this, you know, all dominant, all aggressive, no feelings caveman. Like, dude, it's, it's a lot, a lot of stress being like that, I'm assuming. So I mean, there's a couple of things you can do, right? I mean, clearly you can't walk around with a sign on your back saying, hey, I'm into feminization kinks. You know, it's not that easy. However, if you check out FetLife, uh, which is a website, or even just Google, you know, feminization kink websites or feminization kink groups, or, you know, you can meet people that way as well. There's also some dating apps where you can actually put what you're into kink wise 
and I can't remember the names of it right now, but the other piece is there's this stigma apparently attached to talking about sexual interests early on in a relationship. And I call bullshit. <laughs> I see couples that did not ever really talk about their sexual interests and they're paying for it years later. So I would rather, you know, broach the topic sooner than later. And the other piece is, you know, sharing our fantasies and our sexual desires is always going to be a risk. It just is. People, especially in our culture, I mean, sex, we have such like a puritanical culture here in the US, but I really think that, you know, check out some of the, the kink websites. I would also encourage you to check out Killing Kittens. Uh, it's quite the company that has different brands ranging from merchandise to live events. And it is a female dominated organization where they have sex parties, orgies, you know, even online events, all of these things that are really based around women exploring their sexuality. In their live events, they do allow uh, male partners, but only if they're invited and there's like rules, right? So it's definitely a, a, a woman thing. So check out even just their website killing kittens. Uh, I'm not affiliated or partnered or anything, but I remember learning about them quite a while ago, actually. Uh, it's worldwide. It's an organization, a worldwide organization. So they're really into female empowerment and exploring your sexuality and all, and all that fun stuff. So check that out and good luck. Good luck. I think that all of these, this whole fantasy is very normal and psychologically it makes sense, right? I mean, typically what taps into our arousal and desire, things that go against the norm, go against the grain, right? Reality is not sexy. I tell my clients this all the time when they're like, I don't know why I'm not horny during the day. Or like, I, you know, I lost my sex drive. You didn't lose your sex drive. Reality is not sexy. It just isn't. So you do what you got to do to make it exciting. And uh, this seems very exciting. So kudos, rock on with that one. Let's go to our next one. Here we have a cis woman by curious. Uh, I've always been, for the most part, heterosexual, but recently I began to explore my sexuality. I know I have a bondage kink, but recently I've been fantasizing about being tied up and blindfolded by another woman, submissive while she eats me out and dominates me. It's a fantasy I've gotten off to many times, but it's hard to come by. Sometimes I'm tempted to hire a female sex worker to help me live out this fantasy, but I've never done that before. It's a sexual experience I'm aching to have, but I'm not certain where to start. So I honestly think that this is not uncommon at all. I think a lot of us like to tap into different aspects of our sexuality, whether it's dominance or submissive. And I encourage you to explore your sexuality. For sure. Again, there's, you know, even just the dating apps, there are some LGBT friendly uh, apps, dating apps, things like that, where again, you can be super upfront that you're bi-curious and, ha and have conversations. It doesn't have to be like, hey, nice to meet you. By the way, I have a bondage kink and I want you to tie me up and go down on me. Like it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to be like that, but start a conversation. And then you can say something general, you know, like, so tell me, tell me about your sexuality. Like what's important to you? 
what's, you know, what, what are you into? What's important to you? What do you consider a healthy sex life? You'll be able to kind of gauge where their head is at, you know, and, and if they say something that's super, super vanilla, or they flat out say, I'm super conservative sexually, kind of boring, it's not that important to me in a relationship, then guess what? Probably not the best match for you, right? So again, I would look at killing kittens as well. Uh, I just talked about that one. And, you know, I, I don't think that this is going to be a difficult thing for you to carry out in your lifetime. I really don't. Uh, even without hiring a female sex worker, you know, if that's legal in your state, go for it. But I also think that it's something that could be done just through like regular, you know, online groups or dating apps. So good luck. All right, let's see. Okay, so here we have a pansexual woman and, and pansexual really just means you're attracted to people regardless of their gender, genitalia, orientation, doesn't matter, right? You're attracted to people. Uh, I often watch medical kink porn, specifically gynecologist porn. There's something I find so hot about a medical examination turned sexual with a woman with her legs spread open, easy access to everything. But with that, I'm finding it hard to separate fantasy from reality. In my mind, it's really hot and I love the domination aspect of it. But because of my watching that category, I've been weary of going to the gynecologist. Even though it's very illegal for anything sexual to happen during an actual examination, medical fetish scenes are something that I've always found to be arousing, but it's hard to not think about that when attending a real life medical examination. Do you have suggestions on how to deal with this? Okay. Um, some suggestions. First of all, totally human fantasy. You're not the only one. Medical porn is huge on the internet. It makes a whole lot of sense. We're again, we're kind of it's kind of boiling down to taboo and power dynamics, which are two of the, I would say, more common fantasy angles that people take. So the other thing is, I don't know if you've never gone to a gynecologist before or not, but I would highly recommend you not waiting just because of this. I mean, your your reproductive health is super important. On the on the flip side, I'm gonna, you know, as usual, give a really unconventional response here. One, if you've never been, I can assure you that it's it's a pretty sterile, you know, literally and figuratively environment where, you know, it's also not super comfortable all the time. So it might not be as easy to get turned on as you think it is. But even if you do, even if you're playing out a fantasy in your head while it's happening, what's what's the problem with that? Hell, it might make, I mean, there's a lot of people who avoid gynecology visits. If that's what's gonna get you into the gynecologist, girl, go for it. Fantasize your little heart out. I mean, think about it. If you think you're the only person who's gone to a doctor's visit and didn't fantasize about the clinician that was working on you, you're crazy. I know I have, I've definitely had like hot, I'm, I'm heterosexual. So I have had hot doctors, like guy doctors or dentists or, you know, physical therapists. I 100% did not have pure thoughts at every single appointment. <laughs> so like, welcome to being human. Um, I don't, I don't think it's anything you have to quote unquote deal with. Like you're asking, it's a fantasy. It turns you on. Awesome. 
you're not, you know, you're not, you know, don't act on it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so do you know what I mean? I, I feel like this is a, you know, classic example of shame, right? And, um, you know, suggestions on how to deal with it. There's nothing to deal with. You have a super sexy fantasy about gynecology uh, settings. Okay, cool. Enjoy your next visit mentally. This is what I mean when I say I, I don't always have a conventional response is that if you were expecting me to say something like, well, when you're laying with your feet up in the stirrups, think about, you know, baseball so you don't get turned on or have any impure thoughts, you know, yeah, that's not me. That is not me, nor will it ever be. And I'm assuming the majority of people who listen to my podcast uh, aren't surprised by that response either. So I would say there's literally nothing to deal with. You know, now, if you told me I don't trust myself, I feel like I would have an urge to come on to the doctor, then I would say, hey, like maybe talk to a therapist about that to kind of, you know, work to navigate your urges. But a fantasy is is like your thoughts aren't going to hurt anyone, <laughs> especially the ones that you're having. I mean, it's it's just a fantasy. It's just a fantasy. It turns you on. Maybe it'll get you to go to the gynecologist more often. Maybe we should use that more often to help people get to, you know, take their health more seriously. Uh, so yeah, I, there's nothing to deal with. I'm not sure if that was the answer you're looking for, but, and I don't mean to, to minimize any of this. I just want to like strip this whole question of shame. It's a common fantasy it's erotic, it's arousing, and chances are you probably won't be nearly as turned on as you think you'll be once you're actually there, but if you are, and good for you, right? It's just a fantasy, enjoy it. All right, next one. Um, here's a straight man. My fantasy is being tied up by a dominating woman and giving her full reign to my body. Hey, maybe I should connect this guy <laughs> with the feminization kink one. Maybe that would work. Who knows? Uh, yeah, and this is what I was saying before. Stereotypically, men are supposed to be dominating. Well, that could be really freaking exhausting, right? So like sometimes it's really fun to switch up that energy and be more on the submissive side. Rock on, guy. Another straight male. Why does my cuckold fantasies for my wife include a black male? Okay, so often these are called bulls or BBCs, standing for big black cock in porn, right? So there's some psychology behind this and it, we could talk about this forever, but well, first of all, in porn, it's very often portrayed with a black male. So number one. Number two, a lot of it has to do with, so, so there's uh, a lot of men who actually are looking to get humiliated, which is arousing for them. And to have your wife be with a man with a bigger dick can be humiliating for some men and that's what they're looking for but but yeah it's it's probably because most of the cuckolding you'll see in porn has a black guy as the bull but even aside from that they will often have black men with large penises and that can enhance that humiliation factor for the husband and and so it it makes sense you're not crazy hate to break it to you pretty normal. 
Uh, okay, let's go to the next one. Heterosexual male, I want to watch my wife have sex with another man we do not know. Again, this hot wife, wife sharing cuckold experience is a very common fantasy. And it has to do also with seeing your wife be pleased, right? So there's some compersion there. Compersion is when you experience joy by seeing someone you care about experience joy or pleasure. This is really big in the polyamorous community as well compersion or in open relationships. So again, totally, totally human. The fact that you don't know him also adds this aspect of, you know, riskiness. And you're also maybe taking the concern away about any kind of emotional connection between him and your wife. Maybe that kind of makes the fantasy a little bit safer. So yep, makes sense. I always tell people when they tell me about their hot wife fantasy or their cuckold fantasy that I get the analytics to my website uh, weekly. And the number one hit for the last however many years has been my articles on hot wifing or cuckolding. They constantly, that's what people are clicking on. So it seems to be a hot topic and it's, it's not a new thing. It's not like this is like a new, a new fantasy. This has been around for quite some time. Here's a cis hetero male. Again, reminder, cis meaning that you identify as the gender you were assigned at birth. Heterosexual, happily married 29 years. Wife has been in a sexual awakening the past three years. I want to watch her fuck another woman. Also anal play for both of us, plugs, prostate, maybe even PIA, penis in ass. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of straight guys are turned on by the idea of their wife and another woman. You know, I mean, especially if you're attracted to women, seeing two of them together is probably pretty hot. And anal play, again, there's still, there's, it's getting better, but there's still taboo around anal play on straight guys, which is ridiculous because your prostate doesn't actually have an orientation. It's actually just a prostate. So there's that. And side note, not all gay men like to be penetrated or penetrate. So it isn't just a gay thing at all. <laughs> there are plenty of gay men that actually do not like to give or receive anal. So if you haven't listened to my podcast episode with Dr. Joe Court on heteroflexibility, listen to it because he talks all about that. Let's see another one here. Straight woman, an unknown person or entity having sex with me, like a glory hole scenario. There's something I find so hot about anonymous sex. You know, I'm, I'm finding that, you know, this is also like the second woman that said something about anonymous sex. I think, and this is just my two cents, that women are taught, and maybe there's some biology behind it, but we're also taught that we must be connecting emotion with sex or we're not like real women. We're like dirty and slutty. And like, how could you just sleep with men without, you know, having any emotional connection? Like all women have emotional connection when they have sex. Okay. First of all, not true. And I think again, totally making this up because it makes sense to me, but anonymous sex it almost takes the pressure off of us to fulfill that stereotype of supposedly wanting emotional connection. If it's anonymous or a glory hole where there's literally a hole in the wall, we have no idea who's even behind it. 
for us to just experience pleasure and not get weighted down with all the emotions that typically a lot of women get, you know, bogged down with is very freeing. It's a very freeing thought. So I, I totally get this. Makes sense. All right. Let's see another one here. Straight woman. What do I do if I have a fantasy that might freak my partner out? I love bondage, but I've never acted out that fantasy and I've never really told my partner about it either, but I've always wanted to. I'm worried that if I tell him, he'll freak out. How can I have this kind of conversation if I'm nervous about my partner not understanding? So uh, this is a super common question. How do I bring up my fantasies to my partner? Here's my go-to, even with clients, right, is you could always say something like, I saw this article about, and then like whatever your fantasy is, right? Like I saw this article about bondage and I was really shocked because I, I found myself interested in it. Like, have you ever thought about that? Or, you know, you can, you can always test the waters by asking questions versus, you know, divulging your fantasy and then waiting for the response. You can ask, ask him questions like, Hey, I, I saw this, or I heard this podcast, or I read this article, or if you guys are open about porn watching and you watch porn, you can say, I stumbled upon this bondage scene and it was really hot. I mean, how do you know that your partner might not want to do that with you? And he's afraid you're going to freak out, right? So I think also men assume that women don't have really wild fantasies, which is such bullshit. Honestly, the fantasies I hear from women are way freakier. And I mean that in a good way than the men that I've spoken to that tell me their fantasies. So kudos ladies. But yeah, I just say, I read an article, I saw a clip, I heard a podcast on XYZ and I kind of was like turned on by it. Have you ever done that? Or would you ever be open to that? Kind of like that, like make it more just like a conversation. You know, and the other piece is you and your partner don't always have to want the same things or be into the same things. If it gets to a point where you have a deal breaker, you know, then, then yeah, maybe the relationship isn't going to work. But a lot of the times our fantasies can actually be carried out in multiple ways. Because really what are fantasies, right? Fantasies are things we think of to elicit emotions that we're seeking to feel. So for example, let's say your husband wanted to see you go down on a woman but you're not super into that or you're not sure you could do it or whatever the reason is, you could start by just talking about it while you guys are having sex. Use it as dirty talk, pretend there's another woman, right? Telling him how good she tastes or whatever. You could also buy a pocket pussy of your own or those body molds that have just like the, the genitalia of whatever gender you're looking for. And you could go down on that or, you know, it's the mind is a wild, wild thing, far more powerful than any sexual organ between our legs, I can assure you. So, you know, I would, if, if he says, yeah, actually I thought about that or, or I'm kind of open to it or, oh, I'm not really sure. Like, what do you, what do you really mean by bondage? Cause bondage could mean anything from just being blindfolded to like, you know, putting a hook in your ass and, and electrocuting your, your nipples. Right. So, I mean, there's like, there's like a whole gamut of things that that can mean. And so I think you'd want to be specific so that his head doesn't go someplace that might not be accurate. 
So good luck with that. That's awesome. All right, let's see what else. Okay, this is from a straight male. Um, fantasizing about being tied down to a chair or bed, completely restrained. I'm also blindfolded. She gives me a slow, sensual hand job or blow job brought to near climax multiple times. When I'm finally allowed to come in her mouth, I'm given a sloppy kiss full of cum. I really feel like, okay, I think I might change my career to like a dating service. I feel like I want to start, I mean, some of the people that wrote in are married, so I guess I can't do that. But I feel like some of these fantasies are lining up and I'm like, hey, if I can just connect you with fantasy woman number two, <laughs> I feel like that could be a thing. Let me know if, uh, if you guys are thinking that that'd be a good idea. I could do like a kink or fantasy connection dating service or something. Um, again, we're talking about going against gender stereotypes here, right? The man being in the submissive role that the thought alone of just switching roles can be very arousing. Okay, let's see. Can I get through some more? Bisexual woman. There's this guy at work that I admire and look up to. A little while ago, I had a sex dream with him in it. If I'm not attracted to him, I don't understand why that happened. I was wondering if you knew any possible explanations behind this. Thank you in advance. Sex dreams are insane, right? I mean, I know that this isn't live and people can't respond to me necessarily, but people have sex dreams about family members. They have sex dreams about people that they've never met in real life. They have sex dreams about people they're not attracted to. The mere fact that you admire and look up to him could literally be the only reason why he popped into that dream, right? Um, it could be a power thing. It could be just curiosity. Like he's so awesome. I wonder what his sexual side is like, right? So sex dreams are crazy. And, and I've definitely have some where I've woken up and literally questioned, this is like before I was married, like shit, did that really, like it was so real that I wasn't sure if it really, <laughs> if it really happened or not. And I was like, I can't like go up to the person and be like, hey, just wondering, did we have sex the other day? Because, you know, so uh, it could it could totally be because you look up to him, you know, or admire him. So you being attracted to him or not may have absolutely nothing to do with the, the sexual piece of it. Okay, we're going to keep going. Uh, bisexual woman, I've always fantasized about another woman going down on me while my husband is watching. Though I've always found it really hot, I don't know how to implement it into our sex life. Any advice would be perfect. Again, this, you know, unless there's somebody that you know already that might be open to it, I would say use, you know, there are apps out there, but the, the issue with that is also anonymity, right? I mean, a lot of people are very private about their sex lives. So if you go on saying, hey, looking for a woman just, you know, to go down on me in front of my husband and, you know, your neighbor sees it, you know, I mean, like people, people like to be private about their sex life. So that can be, that can be tough, but, you know, you can even try um, looking at sex clubs um, or the adult only resorts or, you know, so it's not something that you're doing locally, even that, that can be another thing. There are apps like Open Couple where you could, you know, but again, I wouldn't show your, I think you have to show your face on some of those apps. But again, it depends on your, your level of, of, of anonymity that you're looking for. 
again, killing kittens. This is like the third time I've talked about it. Look up killing kittens. God, if you guys all look them up, they need to like reach out to me, sponsor me. (laughs) But I just think it's fascinating how there's a company that is specifically driven by women sexually. Like you don't, you don't see that often. So uh, that would be my advice. All right, this let's, we'll, we'll end on this one. Bisexual woman, something that I've always found hot is the thought of being blindfolded in a public space, laying down on a massage table and whoever wants to can come to me and do whatever they want. Like feel me up or have sex with me. A bit like female worship. I've always loved the idea of playing with and switching up power dynamics. Absolutely, for sure. And again, there's that anonymity where you don't know who it is. So you're kind of, being forced to only focus on the sexual pleasure. And that's not something that women tend to be very good at. We tend to be in our heads way too much. So I, I get it. I totally get it. That's a great fantasy. Good for you. All right. We're going to stop there. These fantasy episodes tend to be about a half an hour. So I run through as many as I can. I think I might've gotten all of them. I'll go back after and check, but I think I got all of them. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to find out more about me, you can go to realtalkwithnina.com. You can find me on Instagram at Nina Real Talk. You just look up the hashtag Real Talk with Nina. You'll find me there. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Maybe it gave you guys some new ideas. Maybe it turned you on a little after hearing some of these. Either way, win-win. Thanks for listening.